0: Good evening, Bob. How's it going? It's going good. Good. Excellent. Uh, it's it's a certain day of the week in a certain month of the year, and I don't really know either of them,
1: honestly. You're going to say September eighth. Is, uh, is that is that what Queen I'm going to say? Day. Okay, well, let's I call mean, it September eighth. Would be the day that the comic books arrive today to the consumer.
0: Must be the seventh, and it is Tuesday. Yeah. But you're going to be hearing this tomorrow, um, and uh, unless uh, unless you're a late. <laughs> I mean you might listen a to it on the who knows who knows oh Where my God uh, you might never listen to it this so is you might. No, these it's... these multiverses they're so confusing there's... uh <laughs> I'm still in vacation mode sorry everyone i uh oh. I took a two day vacation and now my brain is gone mush. yep total mush uh and I'm fucking around with my microphone, so sorry for that too uh okay, how about your turntables are you fucking around with them? I'm fucking around with everything. Uh, let's talk about Amazing Spider-Man number 73. Okay. doke. That is the last of this series that nobody wanted to read and everyone hated and everyone was mad about.
1: Uh, I read this and I can see
0: why. Yeah. Yep. It's
1: dumb. Uh, it's like one of those things where it. like, they like... They address like a specific past continuity thing that didn't make any sense by making a new continuity thing that doesn't Just make any sense. The only
0: thing, the only thing that matters is that Tom Taylor needs to write Spider-Man, and that's much, it. It's yeah. like the, the, it's so fucking obvious that Tom Taylor is the only person <laughs> who can who could, can, write, any who could write anything for Marvel right now. No, that's not true at all. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of great stuff at Marvel right now, but yeah. I think I think he is the person to write Spider-Man. Period. Uh, as far as I am concerned and the only person to write army of darkness 1979 is whoever the hell they found <laughs> um i did not read it but i'm sure it is an army of darkness comic it is
1: one of those le- like romanticizing like the the yeah. the pastiche of uh that might not be the right word but the <laughs> like the um in fact it definitely isn't it definitely isn't uh, but it's okay but like that I'm new york city the, 1970s yeah, yeah, yeah. like everything was like amazing because if you were alive then you saw blondie or whatever you know yeah like it's just, <laughs>
0: it's, know. it's like it's great every time i walk down the street i got a different hepatitis i <laughs> fucking loved it yeah everything smells i got like stabbed trash and rats it's all these it's all these people who are like yeah fucking can't go to the clubs anymore because nobody gets stabbed there You're a fucking idiot. (laughs) Getting stabbed is awful. Nobody wants to get fucking stabbed. Stop being dumb. Uh, Anyway, Avengers. Tech
1: on. Number two. That's what it's called. Tech on. Tech on. I was trying to say the the title is covered. Tech on. um, Uh, Hopefully you listen to the podcast and if you're watching the video because the video doesn't have
0: tech on. Tech on. I don't know why because they put tech on, I guess. Um, There is also an all ages book called Bad Sister. Oh, um i assume she's not that bad or it wouldn't be all ages um <laughs> if she murders somebody they probably couldn't do that uh basket full of heads trade paperback which is not oh. all ages because they nope. definitely murder a bunch of people <laughs> or you know what i guess there's a technicality in basket of heads where maybe she doesn't murder anyone
1: yeah well she chops her heads off she does
0: but they seem to continue on they do
1: because of a magical axe yep so there you go i read that there's gonna be a sequel.
0: Yeah, it's called Refrigerator (laughs) Refrigerator Full of Heads. Refrigerator
1: Full of Heads, and it's by a completely different creative team.
0: Hey, that's fine by me. Yeah. Actually, the team is really cool. I'm actually very much looking forward to it. And there's also a really weird book about a plumber that I'm excited about coming out from DC Horror. Hmm.
1: I like that DC horror is just like a thing. So that happy like a, about that. Yeah, it's, cool.
0: it's such an embracing the, some of the things about DC that I love Yep. because that was the era that I loved. I loved ghosts and all that shit. And, yeah. and also so did, uh, so did Joe Hill. Like Joe Hill mentions that ghosts was like his favorite comic growing up and yeah. a super huge influence on him and blah, blah, blah. So that's pretty cool. Um, here's a surprise a uh, book that I loved. That would be Batman One Twelve yeah this was really good and i don't like batman so yeah so that was that was a
1: you don't like
0: batman you know what i will say that i think i don't like batman i think i do not like the character batman anymore i think i may have i may have been robbed of any love that i had for that character
1: so you're saying you used to like batman but now you don't
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I used to like Batman and I feel like right now I care so little about Batman. Hmm. Like, like basically what they're doing to me with Spider-Man where I'm like, I'm trying my damnedest, but luckily, uh, dark ages has a Spider-Man that I want to read. Yeah. And so that kind of saved me. But currently I've been like, I just, I don't know. I don't know that I need another Batman book ever. I think I've had enough. That I've read 15 Batman books a week for the last five years. And I'm like, I think maybe I'm tired. Yeah. You know, like people are like, Oh, I've got event fatigue. I've got bat fatigue personally. Yeah. Um, and fatigue. Bat, mm, <laughs> of all the portmanteaus, I think that one might, might not fly. But Why that, not? but that said, I like, I like this issue and I think I'm going to enjoy this, this big crossover. I don't know. I, I, it's weird. So far I have been, I've liked him in weird crap. I liked, you know, metal and all those books where it was something weird going on, but I don't know. I don't know. Just a straightforward Batman book. Isn't doing it for me anymore, but like any character, if it's really well written, I'm going to like it. It's just, I'm not like, it's not like the X-Men where I'm like forgiving a terrible story because I want to read the X-Men, you know, like I won't forgive a terrible bat book because I want to read Batman
1: yeah i do I think, think is what i'm getting you're on to onto something i think the creative team i have really liked this uh particular run uh, i think coming out of the um the Tom King era of just like i just was like so you know I, I i it's funny though that you're talking about it because this week for me has been a lot of like who do like i've had a lot of conversations online about who do i like better like i've been on a i read so many <laughs> 1980s justice league and blue beetle yeah. comics over the course of my 3-day weekend and uh like a lot of them and i Ooh. just i love ted cord and i was like this is why I like him like it's not that i don't like batman but i like that character better than batman but i think one of the things that is in the favor of that is that there are less comics featuring that character yeah and i think so the oversaturation is that you're responding to i think is 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 real there's like every week has like 12 batman comics
0: yeah it it we'll, absolutely we'll talk does talk about him again and we will talk about him again. Speaking of which, the uh, Batman Catwoman number seven, yeah. which I actually checked out today, and maybe this was the thing that was my breaking point today.
1: Oh, funny because this is the Liam this sharp art,
0: and it was like I was like, oh, it's just like like a Batman and Catwoman fucking I <laughs> could, issue. I could give zero, just
1: less than zero fucks about. Batman they were
0: basically Catwoman. in bed. Like post-coital or actually having sex for probably, I don't know, 70% of the panels of this book. Could give a shit. And it was, yeah, it was not really my thing. But one thing I would like to, I would like to plug just in the middle of this, apropos of nothing, because it's a book that I read in my little vacation. I would like to plug uh, My Heart is a Chainsaw by Stephen Graham Jones, which is an amazing book, Hmm. uh, book book, a novel book. And uh I read it over my, (laughs) over my two day vacation and it is awesome. And if you like slasher movies, it is a, it's, it's like, it gets a little too much. Sometimes it is a kind of, it's almost a ready player one for slasher movies in some, in some (laughs) little bits, but, but it's great. It's, he's obviously a brilliant writer and that's really cool. So that's my plug. And, uh, and my other thing is I don't really care about Batman. And uh, <laughs> I, I do care about Batman, but and I do you know not what? care about Batman and Catwoman. Here's here's what I do care about in Batman, and it's something you care about too. It's Batman in the fifties. Ooh,
1: yes. You see this? I, I'm holding it in my hands. Right
0: I now. miss I miss this.
1: Yeah.
0: And again, I'm sorry for creaking my mic. Uh thank Yeah. You. Uh, you have it in your hands. Tell me I more do. about Batman. Uh, so in I the actually
1: 50s. I own this trade. The um the original version of this trade. Uh, this is a new edition. Uh, of it, but it's the same stories. This is basically like every Batman comic that matters that came out between 1950 and 1959. It's filled with so much amazing, awesome, like every weird thing that you've read. Like Batman, Rainbow Batman in there, <laughs> N R? in there, League of Batman in there. Like everything's in there. World's finest Superman team ups, Two Face like. Just everything is in here, and all the stories are so good. There's so much like Dick Sprang art, which best artist name maybe of all time. <laughs> like if my name was Dick Sprang, I would have business cards that just had my signature. <laughs> uh, I'm Sorry, but uh, yeah, there's you know plenty of uh, just classic, classic, classic. Everybody's in it. If you they think of them, they're in it. If you- if they matter to Batman, they're in this, and it- it's just like this it's still being written for kids. So it's not, this isn't like the seven talking about his broken ribs yet. Yeah, no, it's not like it's, it's all about him getting out of getting hurt. Like it's, they're goofy, they're silly, mm-hmm. but like they're good. Like the comics are just so good. Yeah. I don't know. And I love this, uh, Michael Cho, uh, variant cover, um, where, and it's actually, it's even more amazing. He's apparently, the cover was the cover of like, I actually might buy this again just to have this edition of it because it's so gorgeous. This cover of of it is so gorgeous. And mine is like weather beaten and like yellowed from age. But, um, there was a Batman 80th anniversary or something, detective comics, 1000 or whatever. It was one of those ones that had like 1500 covers and he did the cover, one of the variant covers. And so it has, it has Rip Van Batman, it has Bat Baby, it has Zebra Batman, and they're all like attacking Batman and Robin. There's the alien Batman, there's like, the bot. caveman Batman. <laughs> but then when you open it up, I don't know if he's redrawn it for like there's like Kilt Batman, there's like OG Batman, there's Rainbow Batman, there's like Batman wearing a pink suit. It's just maybe it's just like they took the cover and kind of like gave it a treatment. So that maybe all of this stuff was actually in the original cover. I don't know. Mummy Batman. They're, it's just such a cool cover. Um, fantastic collection. Long of story
0: Batman short, comics. lots of Batmans. Yeah, short story long. I think, <laughs> there's ultimately. too many Batmans. They're, but, uh, there's,
1: they're, but they're all just Batman. They're not like, this isn't like, you know. I mean, I, except for R he meets he doesn't meet any of these Batman. This is just the wackiness of his, like the fifties, like the darkness of like the world war II era of the mystery man was over. And they were kind of like that whole era of like weird, like pretending America was like the greatest thing that ever ever happened in the history of, of humanity. And so they just got like really weird and sci-fi and like the things of the time, like aliens and just weird, creatures and yeah it's more science fiction but it's just so fun
0: but like sci-fi for kids yeah yeah i enjoy it
1: but like as an adult i like the only thing with these is that they're like they're so dense that like I'll just pick one and read that one like yeah. they're not it's not really meant to like you're not going to like pick this up and read it cover to cover like you uh, like I would honestly I would <laughs> challenge anyone to, yeah like, it would drive you insane
0: cover to cover. No, like, I you, feel the same way about old horror comics yeah yeah. it's th- that know, same that thing where it's just like okay this is a little it's a little redundant and right. you know well, well
1: unlike the comics of today that are written for collections right these comics precisely. are not written to be collected they're written to get one like yep. the one is the collection you know like
0: I agree yeah. um, big Nate aloha graphic novel nice main's own main's known that guy. Is that guy lincoln pierce i think that's, that's the, the guy name. no is that his name it is okay good you are correct uh black manta number 1
1: i liked this way more than i thought i was yeah, going to yeah i was to. i was into this it was really way fun way more than i thought i was going to uh pretty good
0: uh blue and gold number 2
1: also love this i don't how they got ryan sook to do this like silly booster gold blue beetle book is crazy to me but it's great the art is so good the story is fun uh blue beetle makes a buggy instead yeah. of like flying around in a bug he's driving around in a dune buggy it's amazing because like, he's a bug yeah they're like you know it's like it's straightforward it's very like in the um in the vein of like the 80s justice league fun kind of like yeah you know Superhero yeah I like with, it. Uh, with a humorous twist
0: Yep it's it's fun It's got a lot of it's got a lot of like old Man writing Twitter gags But <laughs> it's fine yeah um, definitely, it suffers from like, hey, we've got to we got to talk to the kids. Twitter's here, so we got to have people canceling each other on Twitter because well, yeah. that's what people do in that's the modern the age.
1: Biggest, uh, I think Dan Jurgens is writing it, so yep, it's like, is. and he created Booster Gold, but like, and so the biggest like innovation of the series is that Booster Gold is basically on Twitch yeah. or whatever, yep. and like he's, he's got, basically like, he's a, a Twitch streaming everything he does, and
0: and everybody's hoping that he dies yeah most most of the people are only watching him to see him like die in some superhero battle
1: which the thing is weird too like reading a lot of those old 80s justice leagues like booster gold like actually kind of kicked ass in those like he got it turned into a joke over time Mm -hmm. but like if you read like the first one that he shows up in like he it's still all that like corporate sponsorship bullshit as part right. of him, but yeah, like because yeah. that's part of the character from the core. But like <clears throat> he's competent, like he. Well, that's the, yeah, the he's, thing he's that is interesting just, like, about it, is constantly. that he is.
0: I mean, okay, so maybe maybe this is some sort of alternate universes kind of shit, but the fact is, he has a built-in problem for me, just as far as like any kind of drama. He lives through everything that you're seeing because he's from the 25th century.
1: Right. He's he's, he's well, fine. He's fine. He gets I, I, he
0: gets through everything.
1: There is a hole
0: in that. he knows how he knows what he no, can he go No, he knows back.
1: that but he can't go back because he's coming from his own future. Like his own future doesn't oh, exist. Oh, okay. So but so he, the past exists but the future exist does not. He exist in the future, but like only up to the point that where he comes back sense. to the it does. He if he is born in the future and then he returns at a certain point to the past, he's still in his future. He's I see. just living in the past. So if he dies in the past, then he just doesn't go back to the future. What
0: I'd say is that, so Ziggy Marley once said, <laughs> "God, if you don't know your past, you don't know your future. Tomorrow, people, how long will you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I sorry.
1: mean, the thing about Booster Gold is that he know, he should theoretically know more about what's going on. Like, he shouldn't be able to fuck up because... He is from the future, so w- anything he's doing in the past would be part of history. He
0: should have known what was going to happen in every situation. Exactly,
1: yes. yes. Uh, that would be my biggest f- thing with Booster Gold. Also, he's, I don't know. I, I think like, that's more of what I meant. I, like, uh, I love Blue Beetle, one of my absolute all-time favorite characters in, in superhero comic book. Like He's just such a great, great character, and I'm not going to waste more of our podcast talking about why. <laughs> But Listen, we've me.
0: had fifteen minutes talking about how many Batmans were on a cover and <laughs> uh and whether or not you <laughs> <laughs> can take that out if you want. It's uh it's fine. Uh okay, so champions number nine. Uh we got Cinnamon number two. It's a, some sort of murder cat. Cinnamon. Uh we've got Conan the Barbarian number twenty five out. Some uh, there's an amazing issue. Marcos
1: Martin, uh, Dan Slot Marcos Martin silent story in that. It's amazing huh. where Conan is hammered for the entire thing. It's great.
0: <laughs> That's pretty much every single Conan. Um, we got Cosmic Ghost Rider Omnibus Hardcover Volume 1. Uh, we have Crush and Lobo number 4, still a surprise, fun book that I love. Nice. Uh, Daredevil number 34. Yep. One of the best books going, period dc horror presents the conjuring the lover number four
1: <laughs> still some great uh dave johnson fake ads in i love the dave, dave johnson fake ads in this series like <laughs> even if the series wasn't good which it yeah, actually is it pretty is good uh it has these amazing fake ads that are so good
0: and dc Supergirls ghosting trade paperback Hmm. That's a thing that's out. Uh, dead box number one. I have no idea what this is. I should have checked it out. So I know it's that uh, Corinne it, has something to do with it.
1: It's a town. It's a girl who lives in a town, and she is. There's a red box, so it's like the that's dead box right. is like yeah, the yeah, red yeah. box, it's like a red box. But like, I it's think, a haunted DVD rental. Yeah. So when she rents a movie, a horror movie from the red box, the dead box, then the uh, the things from the yep. what she sees. Manifest in her reality I think I believe That it sounds correct a skin correct. for me So I'm sorry If I didn't get it right Deadly
0: class number 58 Is out Nice uh, Deadpool Black, white, and blood Number two
1: Cool Some good creators in that one
0: yes and by the way just as a heads up the reason that i am so like not with it today i apologize (laughs) to everybody i literally got up and have been like either at work or driving since six this morning so i'm going on 14 hours of work today basically so i am like not here apologies to anyone for my my flat (laughs) my flat read tonight uh defenders number two I liked Ooh. this a lot, and yeah. it was really confusing, but I still thought it was fun. <laughs> it is confusing. Basically- uh, There's a lot of like science little... nonsense in this.
1: What was the and, comic- And magic nonsense. What was the comic that Al Ewing drew? It was like Marvel Mystery Comics or something like that. It was some big anniversary issue that Marvel did that Don't was, like, super, it yeah, was yeah. like a super thick comic, and it had huh. this dark- Avenger or whatever his name is, Dark Rider, Dark Raider. Yeah, I like him. I don't know yeah. what his deal is. So this is continuing from that, whatever that comic was. That's there was a storyline yeah. that ran through it starring this character, and Al Ewing had written that. And then there were a bunch of little vignettes that were done by other people. And anyway, so this guy brought together a new version of the Defenders, which is like an awesome group. I love um You Harpy. may not Harpy is great. and oh, and Javier uh Rodriguez Rodriguez. is the artist and he's so good but uh so Harpy is really good and I love how he uh draws her but then also Cloud is this weird throwaway defender character from the new defenders era that like I guarantee you 10 people might remember like I definitely (laughs) remember Cloud but like I don't remember what Cloud did it was just like this storyline in the new defenders which I only read because Iceman was in it (laughs) so memories are not great but i do remember the character it's like this weird androgynous character that like would uh gender flip uh yeah. because it's two humans that got essentially possessed by this sentient nebula <laughs> anyway that's one oh, of the of the defenders now and the art's really cool and the person that they so they go back into the dawn of time and they are interacting with galactus's mother
0: Yes. She has just been introduced in this issue or the last issue.
1: I think she came into it at the end of the last issue. And then this issue was just kind of like setting that up.
0: Okay. Sorry. I'm looking at something. And what is it? Okay. There. Sorry. Uh, To to, do further proof that I'm not really here today. Uh, (laughs) Dragon Ball Super Graphic Novel Volume 14. Uh, EC Archives. Shock Suspense Stories. Trade Paperback. Great stuff. This is like uh basically the same as the tales from the crypt stuff it's pretty much same creators same stuff it's same silly morality tales very fun uh elvira meets vincent price number 2 you know what you're getting there yep cuz elvira is meeting vincent price uh and uh, we got eve number 5 of 5 so that wraps up the whole story pretty cool
1: yeah i like that that series yeah me too i'm I, i'm
0: surprised that it's a mini series
1: yeah, I, I didn't. Uh, I, maybe they're going to bring it back for a second series. Yeah, it I don't seemed
0: know. like it had a lot further to go. It I, seemed like it had a lot of, lot of meat left on it.
1: Yeah, I didn't see this until literally seconds before we started recording, so I haven't even opened the cover. I don't know anything about it. But, I don't um, know nothing. This issue, this specific issue. But the series itself has been good up until now.
0: Ah, excellent. Excalibur number 23 is out.
1: Excaliburton. Excaliburton. and remember that time I made a joke that was actually <laughs> it was funny really good it
0: was really good um so extreme carnage toxin number 1 Kinda I cool. liked this book yeah why not um this is kind of uh like a, a they're almost setting him up to become a member of the uh the challengers it's like a it's like a little kid symbiote he's like a he's like a tween kind Mm. of symbiote and he feels very, you know, like he's friends with the symbiote in a way that like a lot of the others aren't like, he's like protecting him because the two of them are like looking out for each other. I don't know. It's, it's like a weird wholesome take on the whole venom concept and I'm in it. I'm in for it. I'm there for it. I'm here. I'm over. I'm under it. I'm all around it.
1: (laughs) I read it and I thought it was just, just fine. Just Just a great little Carnagey, venomy yeah. kind of comic.
0: Yeah, no, it's good. And uh, but I, I, I feel like I'm excited about it because I think that it could lead to a series that I would really enjoy. Yeah, I would be into a toxin series.
1: Can I ask a question about it? Yeah, would they have a character in it that's called Silence? Is that Scream? But now she's called Silence.
0: I think she is. I think that there is still a Scream as well. Ah, uh, I okay. believe because I think the way that there is an anti-venom
1: yes who's a, in this comic
0: yes agent anti-venom yes and silence so they're like the they're the counterpoints to venom and and scream i believe got it i believe i don't think that scream has turned into silence but i could be wrong i, I might have missed something um all right so fantastic four omnibus hardcover number four cool don't know what's going on in that one but it's Billy kirby is that? wow that's they did a lot of issues
1: they did 104 issues
0: that's too many. That's too many. <laughs> that
1: issues. was until uh, Bendis and Mark Bagley broke their record with Ultimate Spider-Man. That was the longest oh, yeah. continuous run on a superhero comic book. Oh, man. That Bendis back
0: room was so good. <laughs> 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 those books were so good. Those should always be in print. And someone should make better covers for everything so that they can yeah. cover up for
1: how stupid those fucking covers were. Yeah. I mean, they're a product of their time, I think. They didn't look that That bad issue number then.
0: one, I absolutely they did i mean or at least to me they looked that bad i saw that thing on the shelf when number one came out and i was like what is this piece of crap but i bought it it stood out
1: (laughs) it stood out as something that was different from a regular mainstream marvel comic true i think because it had
0: weird computer animation on the cover that made it look like yeah i don't know i i don't i remember disliking it um anyway good night hem uh hardcover by jason norway's finest drawer of dogs um (laughs) gorgo attacks hardcover who doesn't love these
1: you also got a soft cover of it
0: yes one of each yeah um and they're both amazing
1: yeah Gorgo is great. I bought uh, my first like in the wild. Saw an issue of Gorgo at a flea market in Vermont when I was there a couple weeks ago, and I got to say, Gorgo is an amazing comic book. It like, is totally is, worth getting. This is did you read stuff? Oh, but, it's not. I no, liked the Ditko stuff a lot. Yeah, the Ditko stuff is the OG stuff, and then well, I don't know that um, I thought
0: that that was the best. Well, I don't think that I thought that his stuff was the best of it, but
1: yeah, I don't know. I've actually read very little Gorgo, but, uh, the only Gorgo I have read is the Ditko stuff because that's the only stuff I've seen reprinted until literally today when you got the collection.
0: Uh, so Gorgo read it, uh, green lantern. We get an annual and we got number six. We got both of those. Uh, one of them has, uh, Jessica Cruz going into the yellow lantern Corps, and the other one is, uh, something else
1: yeah the, my only real issue with this is like the, the first story is joe mullen and uh and the kid yes but then the second story is this like uh, who knows Wait, what's going on isn't
0: that number six is the the story with the kid and joe mullen
1: yeah not the annual not the annual okay okay sorry, no, the, uh, sorry i thought you were talking about no, both. no either them. way yes the annual is just jessica cruz as a as a yellow lantern yep um she that's her her new deal Because there's basically too many Green Lanterns, so they have to make some of the Mule (laughs) Lanterns, I think is the deal. I think so, too. Um, But that says it's And also action figures. Action (laughs) figures, yeah. But that said, it's going to continue at some future point. But then the regular main series is like two distinct equal length stories splitting the issue. And the first one is good, and the second one is average. Fair. Not bad, just average to me average
0: hell for a for a green lantern book in the last five years i will take average yeah um because some of them have just been terrible yeah infinite frontier number six of six
1: i like that up ended up on a high note after all the fill-in artists it was like the first issue is by the regular artist the last issue is by the regular artist and then all the issues in the middle had fill-in artists but whatever they stuck the landing and it sets up uh some some interesting flash stuff, actually, at the very end of this. Oh, cool! Um, and uh, just in general, kind of like you know, DC has its—it's it's like the DC like spine book, you know, that like is here's what's yep. happening in yep. the DCU. So definitely something you might want to check out if you have ignored it before. You could check out this one and get most of it right in one issue.
0: Yeah, kind of. Uh, Joker presents Puzzle Box number two of seven. Like Darsky cover, cool uh It's yes. like the
1: joker as ho- horror host and then he's like two stories he like introduces two stories yep just like the first issue It was really good
0: justice league infinity if you love the cartoon this book is great oh,
1: this is the best issue yet and i really like this series i this one was really cool
0: yeah great. It's, it's a it's a, an amazing book and again if that's if that was your if that was your entry into this you're gonna probably love this yeah um and another big surprise book for me this week uh of a character that i give so 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 little shits about um oh my god Khazar, lord of yeah. the savage land number one uh apparently kazar died during empire with a y <laughs> uh, i was unfamiliar because i wasn't paying attention apparently um but now he's back from the dead and he's got some some crazy new abilities he's got kind of like it makes him kind of weirdly psychic. He's got like whatever happens when you win the Highlander prize, I think, is kind of what he's got going on. <laughs> uh, and this. power of Grayskull. He kind of has the power of Skull. And his kid has weird powers to turn things into flowers. And there's some other weird shit going on that I wasn't quite clear on. But you know what? This issue was really fun. And there's some really cool sinister villainy going on in here for the Savage Land. And I'm really into it.
1: Yeah. This was much, much better than I thought it it, it would have been. I would have expected to completely ignore this comic
0: book. Absolutely, and I mean, it has a 70s sci-fi horror thing going on, kind of running through it, which I was like, I'm into this, I'm into this idea that like, because you can't do much with that character. It feels like he's just such a dead end. You're like, okay, another shitty Tarzan, who fucking cares? And this book kind of fixes shitty Tarzan in a way, because there's, there's something, there's something deeper going on with this, this whole Savage land. Uh, and I liked it.
1: Yeah. And it's, yeah, there's a cool variant that has like a little map of the Savage land too. That's kind of neat. Um, but, uh, yeah, I didn't, this is, I skimmed it, but it looks, it genuinely looks pretty good.
0: Yeah. But I weirdly, I started to skim it and then I started reading it cover to cover because I found it so, so interesting. Nice. Um, last witch, uh, is being compiled in a little squishy graphic novel. Pretty cool. If you got good eyes, it's the right size for you. <laughs> uh, Mamo Number three.
1: Yeah. This is that Miyazaki. Yeah. Uh, kind of thing. Yep. Uh, I'm admittedly didn't read the second issue yet, yep. but I did like the first issue. So, uh, I loved the first two. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's, this is, this is a, this is the real deal. And I,
1: I, I can I really am in, into it. A lot of this issue takes place on a farm and there's some really cool a like do. Raven the giant raven
0: kind nice. of Nice. Uh Masters of the Universe Revelation number three. Nice of four. Uh and maze book, number one of five. Wow. Um I, I was shocked. I don't really like Jeff Lemire. I'm going to say it. I I know it's a, I know it's a sin to say that you don't like Jeff Lemire's stuff and that you think that he draws like a kindergartner. Um, and I feel (laughs) bad saying it, but man, this hit me. I thought this was really well and again it's got a it's got one of these plots that's like one of those like meatball over home plate kind of things where you're like okay sure you managed to generate emotion by saying someone has a lost daughter it's like it's like every fucking action movie cliche but this was really well done <laughs> like mm. really 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 well done uh it might be my favorite book of the week and wow. again like I I didn't enjoy sweet tooth that much. It wasn't really my thing. It never really got me the way that it got some people. And, but this book really hit me for some reason. I just, I read this and I was like, this is like, it's one of those like almost perfect books. Like I just read it and there's no other way that you could have told this story that could have been better than how it was done. And so I'm, Nice, hundred percent sold on this book.
1: I like Lemire, and now I feel bad that I didn't pick this one. Yeah,
0: this this was like this was the first time that I've been like, oh, maybe I get it now, and I need to go back and reread Sweet Tooth.
1: Yeah, I so, don't know. I mean, if Sweet Tooth didn't hit you the first time, it's probably not gonna hit you the second it time. Might not. But he's got a lot of other stuff. Underwater Welder, The Nobody is like one of the best graphic novels. I've read in i have never tried that one how old is that 10 years at least um, it, it's basically just the invisible man but like a yeah. different treatment um, but that is his art and I really like that um, and uh, like I like his short stories I like his stuff as a writer for different artists although one of the things that people <clears throat> said of his that was Really critically acclaimed was that Green Arrow run, which I didn't enjoy. I didn't either. Um, But I just, I don't know. I didn't like the artist on that.
0: It's funny though, because like, because this was, it's not even like the story that usually, like, I think I like him as a writer in general. Um, I think I've just never liked him as an artist. And I think this was the first time that I saw his art and I was like, oh, oh no, he's doing this on purpose you know what I mean like it never seemed like it was on purpose it seemed like it was this is the best he can do and it's just not very good I wasn't seeing the fact that he would ever have been able to draw a likeness of a person or something it's just I thought this mm. was a limitation and that's it wasn't a style it wasn't a stylistic oh, I, choice it was a limitation in skill
1: interesting I never saw it that way I really do I think see I think I a like lot uh, of people
0: see it that way and I, I was one of them kind of for a while and now I'm now after seeing this book i get it
1: yeah no i've always seen his art as like a very specific like kind of unique style and i really liked the kind of like outsider kind of art you know it's like he's clearly not trying to to emulate anybody like he's just like this is how he cartoons it's very pure i think yep Uh, and i like his stuff a lot i do really like his style so i i genuinely like I looked at this and it looked a little too like trippy for me and it's, I just it's strangely so. straightforward
0: nice that's the, cool. the narrative like, is as much as it is also very artsy it's the narrative is very clear and the cartooning is really dead on just yeah. as far as like as far as like the narrative progression of the book it's like
1: well and it's also got he's that following
0: very, the trail of a sweater through yeah, like through it's unread un, yeah the yeah. red thread that thread that runs through it you know yeah, yeah. But
1: it it felt pretty sort of metaphorical to me, but definitely,
0: um, but also very very good. Um, And also uh, next, maybe next best book of the week or my next favorite book of the week, the me you love in the dark part two. I really like this book. You know, it takes a lot to creep me out. Hmm. Like it takes a lot to give (laughs) me even like the most basic amount of like, ooh. This, this book actually gave me that like, uh, <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. I, okay. There's something about how very trusting she is of the presence in this house that she is, you know, that she's like falling in love with it. Yeah. And to know what it is, it, it's fucking creepy. And this, this is really well done. And oh my God, I just, I. This speaking of perfect books, these last these first two comics I oh, are perfect, yeah. are absolutely
1: perfect. The only complaint I had, if I had a complaint about the first one, was that it didn't really go very far into the story. Yeah. It was oh, absolutely! Like, I feel like the first two issues are. I thought one, that was just
0: ballsy, is it, what yeah, I thought definitely. when I no, saw I it, really I was liked like, it. How could you? How could you say so little? How would you dare? To go into something like that. Like it's the level of confidence. You have to have in this book. And that like the publisher has to have in this book. Mm. To be like here. This is the first issue. Nothing happens. But it's so well written. That. People well, it, will enjoy it if they actually get it in front of them.
1: It, it, is, it is risky to do it's things so like risky, that. It's so risky. So risky. So my theme of the week this week is like these 80s books that I read. But one of the things that I read was this issue of Blue Beetle that they did where – he doesn't appear in the comic until page 17 it like <laughs> wow. it's like called the henchman and it starts it follows this henchman who ends up working for like it's a very like 50s batman 60s right. batman where like the henchman gets the assignment to like anyway <laughs> it's a very arty farty kind of thing yeah. like not in a bad way that sense, sounds... it's a it's a very high-minded kind of like let's do this really right. kind of yeah, experimental yeah. thing and that comic didn't last very long you know no, like no, you no. can't really like expect to get away with that but like image can yeah. do that because image also is probably going to sell more of a trade than they are of a single issue or maybe they're thinking about that that's true whatever. and also but i mean but also image
0: work. is has gotten a reputation for being that sort of like arty but with a story yeah no kind and of then, thing and where and it's like one, where the art is still kind of subsidiary to a good writer that like the writers are going to tell you a very solid genre story in whatever genre it is. And the art is going to be subsidiary to that. Whereas like a Fantagraphics book, you're like, you know what? There may be no narrative at all. I might not even be able to follow the narrative in like a like a drawn in quarterly book. Yeah, sure. It doesn't necessarily have to have that kind of tight narrative structure that no. an image book does.
1: That's that is true. But in the in the instance of this I would say that the art from uh is it jorge corona oh my god without the, uh, i i think that but that's the, the thing the art and the and the story work really art, perfectly 50 together 50 and it's so like so you, you couldn't hang that kind of
0: like i couldn't imagine how this could survive with another artist yeah like literally i can't imagine another artist drawing this book and the and the work surviving on it you know like yeah. anybody i put in that position you know outside of like uh, like a classic guy yeah Outside is... of somebody like a, a Mike, uh, uh, what's his name? Who used to work with rights and, uh, Kaluda. Oh. Like if it was like a, a Michael Kaluda, I'd be like, okay, I can get that. Like some, some old vertigo guy.
1: Yeah. i I think it's a really good artistic pairing, uh, with, with the writing and the, but I also think the story itself is like just really interesting yeah. of like in that, like kind of like, this would be a great horror movie. Um, <laughs> And... I mean,
0: but it's so simple that it's like it already is like sixty horror movies. Yeah. And that's what's so interesting about it is that the story is so simple. But I, I just yeah, read it. I yeah. love it. It's cool. I'm 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 a booster for this book. Yeah,
1: and um, the basic premise because we didn't really talk about that is like a uh, arts artist moves to this buys and moves to the, or rents this basically haunted house, and then there's a ghost in there that she's like talking to and kind of like starting to become friends with but like obviously yeah. is that the best idea and
0: kind of like starting to get almost a romantic relationship yeah, with yeah. like it's it's getting into a, a romantic thing and then
1: what it, is this presence yeah the twist at the end of the second issue is really really good oh my great, God. great visual twist so good uh okay avengers
0: mighty marvel master something it's uh, just the first
1: issues of the avengers yeah but in digest form
0: but in digest form for 16 bucks which is you know a, a marvel master work is a hundred dollars this little trade paperback where you get the same number of issues is 16 you do the math i can't uh but it's a lot less my hero academia graphic novel number 29 that is the newest one of those that is out uh nice house on the lake number four is out still a pretty cool book. Yep. Uh 9 Stones number 1. This was interesting. I I was ready to dislike this book like as I was reading it. The first the first 5 to 10 pages I was like, "Oh, this is crap." Because it was very difficult for me to get a handle on the art style because it was very 90s US manga inspired art. Like it reminded me a lot of that like weird when marvel went manga kind of kind of style uh big panels it's like big three panel pages it was just a it's an odd look to it but it's got a cool concept and um i'm in it for two issues this first one didn't 100 percent hook me but it definitely got me to the point where i was like i will i will definitely check out the next issue so nice uh and it's from behemoth so it has it has kind of you know a cv that makes me you know give it a little more credit cuz those guys are very good at picking books uh ordinary gods number 3 is out okay. savage avengers 24 is out sensational wonder woman number 7 sure uh sure why not shang chi number 4
1: shang chi I, I this is like one of those ones where it's like don't tell me that chong chi is gonna fight the fantastic four and then have the entire issue take place and then in the last page the fantastic four shows up to fight chong chi it's like that's that's a lie that's a bummer don't lie to me Yep. shang chi uh
0: don't don't lie to me argentina no. so six sidekicks of trigger keaton number four is out Oh my god i
1: love this book this is like if you buy comic books for art ever like if you just like there's a comic but you're just like you know like the story is really good it's really funny uh so the writer is kyle starks the artist is chris schweitzer if i get it if i got that right this is like i love the story it's obviously like a very like it's a lampoony kind of story but uh it is a good one um basically a like imagine Burt Reynolds gets assassinated and then everybody who ever did a movie with him is framed for it and they have to figure out why while avoiding death traps and there's speeding car chases and it's very 1970s but like the art is just so good. Yeah. I love Six Sidekicks of Trigger Keaton. And really
0: it just good. got a uh, it just got a bump from uh, Patton Oswalt. He
1: nice. He said some nice things about it. Good old Patton.
0: Um Snelson, comedy
1: is dying number 2. You you got me back on this one. I yeah. was ready to walk, and then you you were like, "This is really smart." And then I read it, and I was like, "Holy shit! This actually is really good." It
0: is. It's 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 surprisingly smart. Yeah, it's uh, super smart.
1: It's, I. It's like an ahoy thing where it's like these comics are so smart, like m- most people are going to be like, "Well, it doesn't have punching." Yep,
0: <laughs> it's definitely ahoy has this problem where it is definitely a a too smart for its own good kind of book where people are going to go into this they're going to be lured into thinking that this is a right-wing agenda comic and it's gonna smack them in the face uh it's a very it's an interesting book
1: yeah it's it, it isn't i would say if you're listening to this and you're like kind of do i check out snelson or not um it does espouse very various political points of view But it is in itself, the comic book, I think, apolitical. It's having a conversation about this subject matter in a way that comedy should be able to do. It's not saying one side is right or one side is wrong. It's really lampooning both sides. um, Or not even really lampooning, but like it's giving each side of an argument kind of like, I wouldn't even necessarily say equal treatment after reading it. Um, yeah, it it's clearly just, it's is like not yeah, yeah, made by yeah. a right-wing person. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's interesting.
0: It's an interesting book. I would say check it out if you have any interest in this kind of dialogue about comedy from that yeah. that angle of the the
1: you can't say anything uh, angle yeah, that people that, have been the, espousing. Lately. If, if, if you've read an article about Eric Idle recently, uh, oh no, like. Just that kind of stuff. Let's ignore that. Um, Anyway, uh, (laughs) Star Trek Mirror War Zero,
0: Star Wars Adventures, Star Wars Dr. Aphra, Star Wars Bounty Hunters, Suicide Squad with Ambush Bug.
1: God, I love it. 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 Um, Oh, I would say if you're reading Suicide Squad, there's also a Suicide Squad annual. Read that first because the annual comes out first, but there's nothing in them to indicate what order they should be read in. Some editor is sleeping on the job. Fair enough. Because it should have been at the beginning of the new Suicide Squad, it should have said read the annual first because there is a huge thing that happens in the annual with regard to the things which I've been ignoring until they put ambush bug in the comic and now I'm buying it again.
0: (laughs) Suicide Squad, get Joker. Swamp Thing was awesome and it's the Suicide Squad hunting Swamp Thing and I really loved it. Trover Saves the Universe. Unbelievable. Uh Unteens World of Black Hammer. X Factor by Lee Williams Trade Paperbacks. X Force number 23 and that is all and I'm going to go home and go to fucking bed. (laughs) I'm exhausted. I'm about to drop. Oh so, uh, thank you, everybody. Follow us at uh, I'm Actually Comics at Coast City Comics and buy things from CoastCityComics.com.
1: Yeah, and we'll put stuff on the on the, the Instagram so you can see everything that's on
0: the shelf. Perfect. Thank you all, and good night. Get some sleep.